Cause we got the alternative energy right. free autonomy And welcome to the Radioactive Show Produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne And heard nationally on the Community Radio Network Hello and welcome to the Radioactive Show. This show was recorded on Ghana land and produced in the studios of 3CR Melbourne on the land of the Rwandri people. My name's Mara. On this week's show, we listen to some of the speakers at the Don't Dump on SA rally held on the 2nd of December 2017 on the steps of Parliament House in Adelaide. The rally brought together people from Kimber and the Flinders Ranges, the communities affected by the Federal Government's waste dump proposal, as well as supporters from South Australia and beyond. Over 1,500 people attended the rally, calling on politicians to defend the legislation that makes waste dumps illegal in South Australia in the lead-up to the state election next March. Speakers included members of the affected communities, politicians, trade unions, religious leaders, youth representatives and more. The lively and colourful rally included entertainment from the fabulous Indigenous dance group from Fort Augusta, the Dusty Feet Mob, singing from the Rise Up Choir as well as the revealing of a dress designed by a hawker local with a pattern designed by Juanella and Regina McKenzie that depicts the storyline of Hook in a Spring in the Flinders Ranges. Let's hear some of the speakers now. And good morning and welcome here to North Terrace on this day. My name's Dave Sweeney. I work as National Nuclear Campaigner with the Australian Conservation Foundation. I'm very happy to be part of this today and honoured to be invited by the organisers to be part of this. And I think it's really appropriate and important that a national representative is here too because this isn't just a question or an issue for the Flinders Rangers or for Kimber or even for that matter for South Australia. What's being proposed is a federal nuclear facility for Australia's radioactive waste and it is an Australian responsibility. We should all be involved, we should all be engaged and the way the feds are handling this we should all be deeply concerned. It's not good enough. Australia needs responsible radioactive waste management. There's no argument there. What we do not need is corner cutting, community dividing, short-term solutions to a long-term problem. That's what's happening here and that's what can't go ahead. Now we need to stop an ill-considered national waste dump plan. And the key focus, a key focus for that is this place where we are today. Because it's not being driven by Adelaide, but the politicians here can stop Canberra's plan. You've got law that makes this illegal and you've got an election in a few months that keeps that focused on the mine. That's hard standing, hard won law and it needs to be defended now. That's what we're asking today and we'll be asking ahead of the, the election. And it's a pleasure for me now to introduce Vince Coulter, the CEO of the Adnumatna Traditional Land Association. My name is Vince Coulter. I'm an Adnumatna person from the Flinders Rangers. I grew up in a little place called Nipabana, which is really in the heart of the Flinders Flinders is a very special place. As you all know, as South Australians, it's, our, it's an iconic area that our, for both South Australia and Australia, people come from all over the world to visit. I'm saddened to hear that the government wants to spoil this beautiful, pristine area with such a devastating piece of junk. We certainly understand 
that there's got to, uh, like Dave, like Dave just said, there's got to be some way that they can store it. But you don't take some of our pristine areas and, and destroy that by doing so. At the moment, we are currently in negotiations with the state government about a treaty. The government asked us to present our concerns, but they said, they also said, can you take, can you also give us a big item, big ticket item, and a small ticket item? Well, all of our concerns are really big tickets because the wrong has been done for a long time. In fact, the argument the people, or the argument the Traditional Land Association did develop a big ticket item and a small ticket item. Now, the small ticket item, would you believe, is this one here. We call this a small ticket item. Why? Why is it small? Well, it's going to cost this state government nothing. It's going to cost this state government nothing to stand with the traditional owners and stop this damn waste dump. Not a cent. So that is our small ticket, small ticket item. We ask that the government, the state government, stand with the Ajumatna people to stop this waste dump on Ajumatna country. We certainly got a big ticket item as well. But everything, like I said, everything is really big ticket. Everything is big ticket. But this particular one is not going to cost this government in here nothing to stand by us and to stop this dump. Um, in, in our first treaty discussions, we presented this to the government and uh, they took it away. And hopefully we'll get some response in the next coming weeks. But I do understand there has been some progress happening within, within here, and particularly with the Labor Party. But uh, again, they're coming up for election, and we're going to keep them honest. You know, stop, stop the wrong. Stop the wrong. Susie Anderson has been telling the reason about why there is no public health rationale for this and the importance of clearly saying no. I'd like to welcome Susie to the mic. The Flinders Ranges is not the right place for any nuclear waste facility. I've lived in Hawker for 25 years and I'm the local GP. The Flinders Ranges is a unique place. The ages of the earth, the ages of life on earth and a continuous human presence over tens of thousands of years can still be felt and found there. The rugged ranges are the repository of some of the oldest fossils in the world and likely the oldest signs of human life in Australia. This is why it's not the right place for a nuclear waste facility. The majority of people in Hawker do not want this facility. Twelve months ago, I handed Minister Canavan a petition against the siting of a nuclear dump in the Flinders Ranges, signed by 54% of Hawker residents. The purported benefits of this dump, if realised, will equal only 1% of jobs in tourism and just 2% of one year of tourism income for the Flinders Ranges and Outback. Any drop in tourism will wipe out any possible economic benefit.
everyone, including the government and ANSTO, agree the Flinders Ranges is not suitable for long-term disposal of intermediate level waste. But that's where it will be stored until another site is proposed, accepted and built. This may take decades or centuries and may never happen. I believe in the integrity of most of our politicians and scientists, but I know they can't effectively legislate for the future. We are creating a toxic legacy for our children and grandchildren. Safeguards and legislation put in place today will be brushed aside when it's convenient for future governments. This can never be the right place to bring intermediate level waste. Nuclear medicine benefits some aspects of healthcare. The USA and UK, despite being nuclear mature countries, do not produce their own medical isotopes. The continued use of nuclear medicine does not depend on the siting of a nuclear waste facility. Australia, <laughs> Australia plans to increase the production of isotopes for export and increase the production of intermediate level waste before a permanent solution for this waste is even proposed. This is irresponsible. Australia could even, like the UK and the USA, import medical isotopes. This decision to increase the production of intermediate level waste for unproven profit is made by the same people we have to trust to manage our nuclear waste. The Flinders Ranges is not the right place for any nuclear waste facility. Deidre Palmer is a former moderator of the Uniting Church and the Uniting Church has got no interest in seeing divided communities. I'd really like to welcome Deidre here today. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here today. And uh, I pay my respects to the Ghana people, the traditional custodians of the land on which we stand. I honour their elders, both past and present, and their continuing culture amongst us. And I pray for justice and reconciliation in our land. Last year, we voted as the Uniting Church in South Australia to stand in solidarity with the Adnamutna people in opposing the placing of a nuclear waste dump on their land. We are here today renewing our commitment to that solidarity and to join with you as fellow South Australians in this resolve. Reverend Denise Champion is an ordained Uniting Church minister and an Adnamutna woman. She has urged us as a church into a deep form of listening, to listen with our hearts to the land and to the First Peoples. A number of our Uniting Church members have had the privilege of walking on Adnamatna country with Ani Denise, as she has spoken of her people's spiritual connection to the land. To walk on country and to listen to Ani Denise is to see what we Second Peoples call the Flinders Ranges in a deeper way. We have seen and heard concerns about the fragility of the ecosystems and the warnings of ancient dreaming stories about how the land should be cared for and respected. We stand in solidarity with the First Peoples of our country in addressing dispossession and the diminishing of their voice. We are concerned about a lack of consultation with Aboriginal people on this placing of a nuclear waste dump. Our concern as a church arises from our understanding of God the Creator, 
who calls us to care for God's creation, to be custodians and caretakers. The God who was present in this land thousands of years before colonisation. As a church, we are committed to participating in Christ's renewal and reconciliation of the whole creation. Our concern also arises from our commitment to the young people of our state and to future generations. What will they inherit from us? The Uniting Church has a commitment to giving voice to children and young people. Too often in the political space, we make decisions on short-term economic gains and fail to commit ourselves to the longer-term future for our children, our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. We are also concerned that our government uphold its commitment expressed in the 2000 legislation, the Nuclear Waste Prohibition Act, that makes interstate or international nuclear waste dumps illegal in South Australia. Hi, my name's Sarah. I love coming here because they offer vegan food. Hi, my name's Paul. This is my first time at Friends of the Earth. I think it's really awesome and the food's great really healthy and nutritious. Friends of the Earth Food Co-op, 312 Smith Street, Collingwood. A tuneful experience. A 3CR supporter. You're listening to The Radioactive Show, broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. We're listening to speakers from the Don't Dump on SA rally held on the 2nd of December 2017 in Adelaide. We've heard a little bit about Flinders Ranges and Hawker. The other region that is in Canberra's frame right now is uh, Kimber in the Eyre Peninsula. I'd like to welcome two of Kimber's many here today, and that's Kate Free and Tom Harris. I'd like to... Tell the people here that I'm a third generation farmer. My grandfather took up the farm, was allotted land after the First World War. So grain first grew in the Kimber area in about 1915, 17. That was when grain first grew. Now, a lot of people don't realise that Kimber is in the heart of Air Peninsula. It's a big grain growing area. Just imagine if we allow a waste dump in the heart of EP what the overseas buyers and the overseas people are going to say about our grain. It doesn't matter whether it does affect it, it's going to be the insinuation. The state government, they promote clean and green. We must keep that going because that's one advantage we've got. This government process is so corrupt. It's not only the grain exports, you've got to realise there's the fishing industry out of Lincoln. There's oysters out of cow. The Air Peninsula is not an isolated area. It is isolated, but it is a very healthy, productive area in, for South Australia and creates a lot of wealth, a lot more wealth than any waste dump could ever provide in South Australia. The other thing is that a lot of people probably don't understand there's 4% of Australia's land mass is good productive land for growing food. 4%. How could anybody be that dumb to want to put a waste dump in the, in the heart of that 4%? Tell me. 
but I just want to touch on our community, what it has done to our community. We were told when this dump came, Kim was dying. We need to have this waste dump. It's the only thing that will save us. A lot of the people in the businesses in the town were promoting that. I don't know whether you're aware, but Kimber has just won an award through KESAB as being one of the best small country towns in Australia, and yet we're dying. So with all those things, I just ask you all to spread the word and we must stop this waste dump in South Australia because we do not want to risk, I don't want to risk my children's, got two boys, three grandchildren and all their children and ongoing children, I don't want to put that at risk for everybody in South Australia and we shouldn't. So let's stop the dump. So my name is Kate Freeth and my family's property neighbours one of the proposed sites being targeted to dump our nation's nuclear waste. My family has been farming in the Kimber District community for over 100 years. My brother will be the fourth generation to farm our land. I have had the pleasure of growing up in the small agricultural town of Kimber, built strongly on community support and values. People working together, people respecting one another, people trusting and helping one another. It's what makes it great. Kimber is the centre of a major agricultural area hosting one of South Australia's largest inland grain terminals, a town that is predominantly supported, maintained by the local farmers. The idea of a nuclear waste facility not only threatens our primary industry, it threatens our community. I have watched the community that I grew up in divided by a process that has already taken up two years of their lives. Some of you say, it's out of harm's way, it's in the middle of nowhere. Well, that middle of nowhere is my family's backyard. You wouldn't want it in your backyard. So stand with me and fight with me. It goes against the grain. Barry Wakelin, OAM was a Liberal member for the electorate of Grey, which includes both Kimber and the Flinders, from the period from 1993 to 2007. And Barry was born in Kimber, and it's a great pleasure to welcome him here today. And as David said, the um, reality of my life is that, yes, for my sins, I did spend 15 years in that federal parliament, and I was the member that tried to get the last dump off on the road at Woomera. And uh, I actually believed the government and ANSTO and all of those wonderful people at that point. But the Kimber experience is nothing like coming home and learning. And the Kimber experience has taught me a very great amount. Quite frankly, the government and ANSTO cannot be trusted with this job. They cannot be trusted with the management of nuclear waste. Their stories are so inconsistent. It's, uh, I call it a form of schizophrenia. They actually, on the one hand, say, oh, it's uh, all so safe, it's all so wonderful, and, you know, economically it's going to save you. But then they say, but we want to get it out of our backyard. We want to get it over to Kimber. We've got to get it over to Kimber as fast as we can. And then you ask yourself, well, why then did you offer $2 million at the time of the vote that Tom talked about? Why did you offer $2 million to Kimber just before just before they had the vote, where they still voted 50% against it. Good on you, Kimber. 
to withstand this pressure of a federal government that's got totally obsessed and totally over the top. My wife asked the um, assembled public servants on behalf of the government and ANSTO, the local hotel, now, if, why can't we put that waste at uh, BHP's Olympic Dam Mine? And up jumps the fellow, oh, what a great idea, he said. What a great idea. Only, he said, it would be a corporate disaster. A corporate disaster, you know. How, there's the admission from the government itself. But it said, in Kimber, of course, it's quite okay, it's going to save you economically. Their schizophrenia is so unbelievable, you just wouldn't wear it in a fit. This thing has totally destroyed my faith and I'm really proud to be actually able to say stop the dump because, not because as Dave I think said earlier, we have a responsibility to deal with this waste but don't stop the lies, stop the manipulation, stop the nonsense, stop dividing communities, stop actually just get on and do what you're supposed to bloody well do. Thank you. I'm joined by my colleague Tammy Franks. Together we are the Greens in State Parliament and we are the only party that has every vote, every time, supported keeping South Australia a nuclear-free state. You may have heard that we had a big win in Parliament this week. You can see over here there's a yellow banner which talks about a law of this state which prohibits nuclear waste dumps in South Australia. You might also remember that we had this brain fart from the government a year or so ago saying, geez, we could make ourselves fabulously wealthy if only we took the world's highest level, most dangerous nuclear waste and looked after it forever. It was a stupid idea, but what the government did is they tinkered with this law because the law doesn't just say you can't build nuclear waste dumps in South Australia, it also says you can't spend money promoting them. And all of a sudden, they're spending 13 or $14 million promoting a nuclear waste dump, so they tinkered with that law. Now, this week, what Tammy and I did is we put it to the Parliament to put the law back where it was before. No more public money is to be spent promoting nuclear waste dumps. So we have this legislative protection, and what Dave's saying is correct. We have to hang on to that. But I wonder why did the Greens win this vote in Parliament this week? Is it because we have the numbers? Well, two out of 69. The reason we won that vote was because of you. Because none of the other political parties, with the exception of Family First Australian Conservatives who love nuclear, everyone else, everyone else voted for the Greens bill to fix up the law so no more money had we spent. Why? Because they know what you think. They know what your friends and family and neighbours think. They know that if nuclear waste dumps become an election issue, it's cactus for them. So, what do we do about that? We make sure it's, a, it's an election issue. We've got our friends at Kimber. We've got our friends from the Flinders Rangers. They're standing together with each other. We might, we might get one of these locations knocked off the shortlist, but the other one will still remain. We've got to get behind them. The people of Kimber, the people of the Flinders Rangers. So... What you need to do in the lead-up to the March election, every single candidate who's contesting the election where you live, everyone who knocks on your door, you ask them that question, will you stop the federal government's national nuclear waste dump? And if they don't say uh, yes, then you say no. You're not going to vote for them. Make this an election issue. Thank you very much for coming out. You're champions. 
you help us do the work we need to do in Parliament. Thank you very much. Now, there was another, there's another guy, a minister, who uh, works a lot with us about this waste dump, Hedy Hughes. But today, unfortunately, Eddie can't be here with us, so I'm going to read a letter that he sent to everybody. And it says, I very much wanted to attend the rally today to voice my concerns about the site selection process that has been used to divide communities in my electorate of Giles by the Turnbull government. I cannot be with you because my mother is coming to the end of her long road. The search for a site to store domestically generated waste has also been a long road. It has been a long road because time and time again, national governments have stuffed up the site selection process and treated communities with a lack of respect. We do not need to responsibly manage our domestic waste, and we have time to do it in a considered and respectful fashion. A roundtable national process involving all of the interest, interested parties should be the starting point. The current process that enabled individual landowners to put their land up to nominate a site is just pure nonsense. The Wallabidina site outside of Orca was nominated by an absentee landlord that lives in the eastern suburbs of Adelaide. We all know who that is. He did not consult his neighbours and he did not consult the people that have been part of that country for thousands of years. Terra nullius all over again. Some people in Orca and Kimber welcome the prospect of a nuclear waste repository. That does not make them bad people. It does highlight the difficulties of sustaining population and providing jobs. Promises have been made. Money has been provided. What it does show is that more needs to be done to assist our small regional communities. Our Premier has written to Malcolm Turnbull expressing concern about the site selection process. Jay has said there should be an Aboriginal veto something I fully endorse. We need a better process, we deserve a better process, and we have time to develop a, pre a better process. Make your voices heard and call for a considered, genuine national dialogue to put in place a responsible national solution to managing our domestic waste. And that's from Eddie Hughes, everybody. Give him a round of applause. Thanks, Viv, and thanks, Eddie Hughes. There has been a lot of interest in today's event, and in this issue. And there have been formal apologies from Sarah Hanson-Young at the Greens, the ALP's Mark Butler, and from State Opposition Leader Stephen Marshall and from State Premier Jay Weatherall. Right now, we do not need our politicians to be absent. We need them to be present. We need them to be focused. We need them to be committed to upholding South Australian law and to sending a clear message that South Australia is not a soft touch for a hard issue from Canberra. We just heard some of the wonderful speakers from the Don't Tump on SA rally held on the 2nd of December 2017 in Adelaide that called on politicians to stand up for the legislation that makes waste dumps illegal in South Australia and to demand that the federal government take a responsible approach to the management of Australia's most hazardous waste. For more information, go to don'tdumponsa.net, conservationsa.org.au slash nuclear or nodumpalliance.org.au. We'll post these links on our Facebook page and website. Thanks for listening to The Radioactive Show. You can download the podcast of this program at 3cr.org.au slash radioactive. If you'd like to get in contact, email us on radioactiveshow.3cr at gmail.com. 
The Radioactive Show was produced in the studios of 3CR with support from Friends of the Earth's Nuclear Free Collective on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation in Fitzroy, Victoria. It's broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. Thanks for listening and tune in again next week for more news and views on nuclear peace and energy issues. Indigenous people in Australia and the Pacific have borne the brunt of nuclear testing and this was not done unconsciously. We found documents in the British archives saying that yes there is uh, certain hazards but only to primitive peoples, those that don't wear clothes and don't wash unlike us British. So the sort of racism inherent in this whole operation was known and understood from the beginning that these were the casualties of a larger imperial policy and that they were able to bear the brunt because there were very small populations and didn't have much political voice and as we fast forward to today we see that same thing. 3CR keeping you informed about Australia's nuclear past and present. At such a time it's important to have a voice like 3CR steady, constant, sane and committed to a nuclear free Australia. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.